Where am I? Bill, welcome. This is heaven. We've been expecting you. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Did I miss the white light and the tunnel? Uh, uh, Where's the tunnel? No, 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 no. Uh, there's no white light. There's no tunnel. You've arrived in heaven. And we're so excited to show oh, you so Oh, oh, this is where I make the decision, right? I'm drawn to the glorious, warm, soothing light. But then a great pause. Those down below wanting me to return. I can hear them calling my name. Uh, no, sir. You were in the bathroom. <laughs> Nobody was around. There's no decision to make. God has always known the number of your days, and you're here. Welcome. But the tunnel. Oh, boy. Okay. Can you just step aside here for just a moment and wait while I help these two ladies? Is this heaven? I believe it is. That must be Peter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. This is so cool. And you and I got here at the exact same time. At the exact same time. That's strange, isn't it? I remember I was driving down Highway 80 on my way to work. I was on Highway 80 also. What in the Jesus of that? <laughs> that is a strange coincidence, isn't it? <gasps> Ladies, hello. Welcome, Carol and Megan. Jesus is so excited to see you guys. May I ask a question? Sure. Uh, may I please finish my uh, Netflix show? You caught me cat, uh, right dab in the middle of season three, and I have got to find out who killed Margaret. Um, <laughs> nobody killed Margaret. She's not real. Yes, she is. <laughs> but you know what is real? Heaven! So why don't I get you guys checked in? Uh, now, I, I'm not trying to be picky or anything, but there doesn't happen to be barbecue up here, does there? I, I mean, I'm counting on the fruit to be out of this world, but you can't imagine what makes me happier than a pork sandwich. I eat one every day, every day at my work cafeteria. Uh, also a carnivore. That, is, is that a thing here? Um. The glory of God is literally behind those gates. <laughs> Once you see what's in store for you, you're never going to think of a pork sandwich again, believe me. Those are the pearly gates? Is the tunnel of life behind the pearly gates? <laughs> okay. Look, I understand that there's a lot of misconceptions about what heaven is going to be like, what heaven is like. But you've trusted your whole soul to Jesus. And I promise you, you are not going to be disappointed. I'll be honest, I have been worried since I was in my 20s that my sister's mansion would be bigger than mine. She does mission trips. I'm here! I'm here! Jesus? Uh, Allison? Jesus? <laughs> Allison, dear, Allison, dear, wait, I need, I need to get you check, checked in. Um, never mind. Uh, where was I? Oh, oh yes, that's Allison. And she's been battling cancer. But she knew this day was coming. And as you can see, she's really 
in a much better place. I, not, not to be a nag, but where's the harp music and the, and the puffy clouds and the, the little fat angels? Bill, Bill, one glimpse at Gabriel and the whole idea of little fat angels should not even be in your vocabulary. So let's get checked in. Why don't we do that? I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just realized I didn't even get this on Snapchat. Snapchat? Where's my phone? Mine's missing also. Peter, is there any way we can have our phones back? And you think you're going to get a lot of likes on Facebook, don't you? I think I will get at least 100 likes. Yeah, we hear that all the time up in heaven, all the likes they're going to get. Well, I have some news, and that is we don't have technology here in heaven. There's no Facebook, there's no Instagram, there's no Snapchat. We're kind of light years ahead of you guys. And I think you're going to be very pleasantly surprised when you witness the beautiful advancements right through those gates. Uh, no offense at all. I mean, because you are kind of a cool guy, but I can activate my television with just my voice. Mm. <laughs> what exactly do you have to offer besides a rather archaic check-in and just out of curiosity, what are we going to be doing every day, all day, for the rest of eternity? I'm kind of a go-getter. And I like to take a nap every day at 2 p.m. Central Time. <laughs> okay, look, listen. I didn't want to have to do this, but I'm willing to show you all just a glimpse of what awaits you on the other side of those gates. Just to... Shut you up. Oh, Peter's a little cranky today, isn't he? Behold. Oh! Oh. Is, is that a, a lion and a... And a lamb. Yes, it is. Holy cow. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember, uh, that got the Israelites into a lot of trouble. No holy cows here. No holy cows. What is that? That's the fourth dimension. And that's just a taste of what Jesus has waiting for all of us. Right behind those gates. Not to mention praise events that will literally blow your socks off. So why don't we all get checked in, and then we're going to... There! The tunnel of light! Nope. That's the Andromeda Galaxy. something um, out of my journal to you guys um, that God downloaded to me one morning at about 3 a.m. about 15 years ago, my freshman year 
in college, my, uh, I rented a room from my grandma Sandy. Um, six months after I moved in with her, she was diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and she was gone six months later. Um, I took care of her um, in her final days, and I'm not a writer. This was from God through me to her, and um, it's about a woman's journey home. I've been away, off visiting another place, but now, now I'm on my way home. I slowly start to close my eyes as my journey home begins. When I open them for what seems like the first time, I see before me a breathtaking landscape, like none I'd ever seen or heard of on earth, much more beautiful than any scene there. I'm walking through a wheat field, letting my arms just course behind me as I brush my palms across the tops of the wheat. I watch the wind blow the grains back and forth, how wondrously they move together, dancing in perfect motion and rhythm, just like the ocean's waves. I come upon a giant wooden door. There are carvings, detailed carvings. I think they tell the story of time. They're changing right before my eyes. As I draw nearer, the door begins to open. Briefly, I see the figure of a man. He's smiling at me. I think he wants me to follow him, so I'll quickly pursue. He leads me through what can only be described as a magical forest unlike anything I've ever seen. It's like a game of follow the leader, this chase. He moves quickly and, I, and only stays visible long enough to catch a glimpse. He's laughing. I feel as though I'm playing with my childhood friend. We reach a giant gate and this figure I've been following stops for the first time. He's holding out his hands, motioning me to come, come closer. I slowly step forward out of the cover of the forest and into a golden light. I'm standing face to face with him now. My heart is racing. He leans forward to hug me. As his hands pass my head, I catch a glimpse of two tiny scars, one for each hand. As he hugs me, he whispers into my ear. This whisper is very familiar. I've heard it before. He says, all is as it should be. The father is well pleased. He pulls back, takes me by the shoulders, looks me in the eyes and says, go, it is time. The gate has been opened, the man is gone, and I am now in a wedding dress. The wind is blowing, but I can't seem to feel it. I take three steps forward and suddenly a warm and bright light explodes in front of me. My eyes can't stand it, it's too glorious. I immediately fall to my knees. Now I hear a second voice, a fresh voice. It speaks loud and firm with great gentleness. It speaks my whole life, beginning to end, bad and good alike. Not one detail is spared. As he speaks, each word is written in gold letters above me. Will my good outweigh my bad? Suddenly there's a pause. The silence seems deafening. Then I feel as though I'm floating, upright, no longer bowing in flesh, but floating in spirit. I see the wedding dress below me. He calls me by my new name, saying, job well done, good and faithful servant. You have been a pleasing aroma to me. Go to the place that I have prepared for you. Instantly, I'm standing before a beautiful cottage with a giant oak tree perfectly placed out in front. 
The air here is different. There is a gold that floats in the air like dust. I forever smell such a sweet fragrance. The whole front yard is covered in a purple wildflower. Under the giant oak is a resting lion, and cradled in his massive paws is a quietly sleeping lamb, a picture-perfect view of true peace. I am beginning to make my way towards this giant cottage, this mansion. I make my way inside this perfect place God has created just for me, perfect in ways I didn't even know that it could be, perfect in ways I don't even understand, for he knows me better than I know myself. I've entered. The very walls are made up of sunsets and sunrises, an extravagantly spectac spectacular sight, ever moving, always changing, and as different as from day to night. Yet there is no sense of time. What a foreign feeling. I've never been absent of time. The upstairs walls are painted with the galaxies, brighter and deeper than ever seen before. The stairs are an eternal waterfall, a wellspring of life falling to earth. Such love poured into every detail. The best part, by far, is that Jesus is my neighbor. We'll spend eternity relaxing and worshiping God. We worship with angels and saints that had gone before. We worship with familiar brothers and sisters of earth and with those I'd only known in spirit. All is like everything we've ever heard on earth and far, far, far greater. More than the most creative mind could have imagined, more than any famous writer could have ever put into words, all is as he promised it would be. Finally, I'm home. It was a good visit, but there's no place like home. Thank you, Heather. I has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. You know, we've all heard different stories, different visions of heaven. Many of us have read books of near-death experiences and journeys to heaven. And I believe that we can glean some pretty interesting things from those, and we can get a sense of what heaven may be like. But the Word tells us that we ain't seen nothing yet. We live in three dimensions. We live in time. We live in a world of brokenness and sin. We live as seen through a glass darkly. What is beyond this realm is glorious and wondrous and awesome and beautiful, and we don't have even a sense of it. It's like imagining a color you've never seen or a smell you've never smelled. It's a glorious promise that we have. And so today, all we can really do is try to imagine heaven. But I'd also like to take this opportunity today. This is not going to be a normal service. It's not going to be a typical message. I want this to be an experience where we participate in not only imagining heaven, but preparing our, our hearts for that day. There is a reality in heaven which we are inheritors of even now. The kingdom of God is here now. The promises of heaven are here for us now. Maybe not perfectly, maybe not fully. But we can begin today experiencing heaven. In Revelation chapter 4, John is standing there and there's a door that opens. And he hears the voice of Jesus saying, Come up. 
I want to show you what I will do. I want to show you what you will experience. And for a moment today, I'd like you to imagine a door, just for a little time together, that's going to open up and say, come up into my presence. Come up and see my face. Come up and have a taste. Imagine what heaven will be like and prepare now for that day. We don't have to wait.